She Did It Her Way podcast, episode 127 with yours truly. This episode, we're going to talk about January goals, accomplished and not accomplished, February focuses, and productivity tools. Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, a collective of interviews with top female entrepreneurs from around the globe who have done it their way. These women are disruptors, savvy, courageous, confident, innovative, decisive, unconventional, and humble. Our ladies have proven business models, have taken risks, and have failed only for success to follow. Join us as they share their stories, behaviors, habits, mindset, thought processes, and what it is like to be a woman who means business. And now, here's your host, Amanda Bolin. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be back recording another solo cast for you guys. And I cannot believe that we are already in February. That is insane that we have an entire month of 2017 under our belt. I don't know about you guys, but that just makes me want to even crush it and work harder and faster obviously with with some space and meditation in there, but definitely making smart choices about how I spend my time. All right, and before we begin this week's episode, I just want to give a shout out to Stephanie Simpson and Emily Dumas on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for exchanging that value and giving a shout out to She Did It Her Way. It makes me so excited and I get butterflies. And I know a lot of you guys have included She Did It Her Way in your roundups and shouted out to us on other social media platforms. I can tell you it does not go unnoticed at all. I see everything. And so thank you guys so much for sharing that because when you share it, then it also allows other women to be inspired by the stories of the guests that I bring on the show. Also, don't forget next Monday is the first episode of a six-part series of going behind the scenes with business with Cordova, who is the founder of Resolute Boutique. I can't tell you guys how much these interviews, these interviews are gold. And they're not even interview. Really, Cordova is providing such value. I think I may be chatting 5-10% of the time if that, and Cordova is just unleashing so much information about starting a business. And she goes extremely in-depth around business planning and marketing. Also, her quote-unquote failures of what she started a business. I mean, there's just so much. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that six part six part series. And then we're also doing a live Facebook Q&A with her on February 13th. So mark your calendars. And then the last thing is Her Way Challenge is starting for February. If you're not on the email list, make sure you go to Her Way Challenge Facebook group because you can actually get the PDF that I sent out a few days ago in the email to the email list. And also make sure you get on that email list as well. And for this month, it's all about being a healthier entrepreneur. And I'm going to try something new. I'm going to shift the conversation to Instagram by using hashtag herwaychallengefeb. That way there can be engagement on Instagram. You can take photos of the things that you're doing for the mini challenges each week. And I'm doing this because not only from myself, but other feedback and perspective that I got. Sometimes Facebook's a little bit hard to manage because there's so much going on that with Instagram, it's easier to connect with other people. So again, hashtag herwaychallengefeb. And so now on to today's episode. Okay, so today's episode, what we're going to go over, I'm going to share with you guys the goals that I set for January and tell you the goals that she did her way as a brand met 
and the ones that we didn't make, and then also talk about potential reasons as to why we did or we didn't make them, meaning, okay, if I do this action, I'm going to get this outcome. And hopefully that will give you guys some ideas about your own businesses and ways that you could potentially structure them to figure out if that works for you, or and just really give you guys an insight and behind the scenes of what are some of the activities that we're doing and maybe, again, like you can use them for your business and see what works and see what doesn't. And you can learn from my mistakes. So, um, and then also talk about the February focuses and things that I have in place, going over internal reflection thus far from trying to, um, not trying to, but actually building a brand and then talking about some of the tools that I use for productivity. Okay. So uh, the other day I was reading a book by, it was Tim Ferriss's Tools of Titans. If you guys follow along on Instagram or anything like that, or even just listen to the podcast, you know that I really, really admire Tim Ferriss. Every time I listen to his podcast, I feel as if I've completely sat in a new MBA class and learned something. I just never not take something away. And I bought his book, Tools of Titans, which is a compilation of... Thing, his interviews, he's taken his interviews with the people and then he's basically pared it down to maybe two to three pages per person and then broken it up into different categories like wise, wealthy, and healthy. And I just read the piece from Seth Godin and one of Seth Godin's quote in the book is that it's always the hard part that creates value. And for me, this really resonated because oftentimes when we find ourselves in a rut per se or in a position where we can't see our way out, it isn't until after we move from that state of mind and that space that we then can look back and and realize how much we learned about a situation and how much we've grown from it. And I know it being a business owner or you're starting a business or you've been an entrepreneur for a while, that is something that is vitally important to recognize and keep perspective and know because the hard times that you may be going through, they're all for like, they're not all for not. It's going to add value. Once we get to the other side, we're going to be able to see that. And I just thought Seth did a really good job at laying that out and portraying that message. So getting into January's goals, I broke them up into areas. I have income. I have the, she did a her way email list, Instagram, her way challenge email list, the listenership. So that's how many downloads per month operations and marketing. So those are each buckets. And I will give you guys a mini snapshot if you go over to shedidherwaypodcast.com to this specific episode so you guys can actually see what I'm talking about. Again, I got these from Megan Mins. Uh, They're $9. They're Google Docs. They're amazing. You guys should just buy them. I know I've talked about them before, but super awesome. And I had to tweak mine a little bit, but if you have any sort of experience with Google Docs, it's very intuitive and you can tweak it to make sense for you. Okay. Now the first thing I'm going to go over is the goals that we made and then deep dive into reasons why we may have made them. Right. Because I think marketing, marketing is all about experimenting. So you're seeing, you're doing one activity this time and then you're seeing, okay, does that drive an outcome that I want? If not, how do I change it? And how do I go backwards or not backwards, but how do I go back and change it um, and move forward for the next time? So, which also begs the thing, don't be emotionally attached to the outcome because in marketing, sometimes you don't always know what the outcome will be. And if you get an outcome that you're not happy with, then you start taking it personally and you can't do that because that's not going to put you in a proper state of mind to move forward and build your business. Okay. 
So the we made listenership. We increased downloads by 20% from last month, which would have been December. So yay. And that's been the, the trending theme over the past like handful of months. So that's exciting. And part of that might been been attributed to the fact that we got mentioned in entrepreneur.com article. I know we got a lot of hits from um, on the website coming directed from the article to our website. And so it may have been from that. Uh, it might have also been more intentionally with social media scheduling and creating an engine before in the beginning when the podcast was launched two years ago. I didn't really put a whole lot of focus on social media. One of the reasons is because I was traveling and still doing consulting basically about like 90, 100% of the time. And it left a lot of, um, I didn't really have as much time to scheduling it and I didn't put a massive focus on it. So about six, seven months ago, I finally got onto co-schedule, which I love. And there's plenty of other ones like Hootsuite, Buffer, um, that you can use for social media scheduling. But for us, we use co-schedule. And I really like it. And I can definitely say like that's a way that we engage with a lot of people through Twitter. We also engage Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it. It's been great. That's pe- that's how people find your brand. That's how people find your business, especially in a social, in a dated world. So you have to be careful though too with social media to have timeframes or uh, barriers to say, okay, this is the time that I'm looking at my social media and then I'm going to shut my phone off or take or put the electronics down. But now I'm getting off task. So our topic, let's go back. So also another thing that I did with CoSchedule is they have this option that you can pay, I think it's about $60 more a month to get this feature that will then pull popular content that you've previously scheduled in CoSchedule and just automatically push it out to your audience. So you don't have to do anything. It's a machine. It just takes your popular content and pushes it back out. Again, I think it's $60 a month. I did a trial for 15 days last month. I'm not going to do it in February, and I'm going to see what are the engagement numbers and see if it's worth paying the $60 to uh, produce that content, okay? Um, I also focused more on efforts on Instagram, the Instagram account, uh, engaging with people, following people, having like conversations with people. And I just learned about bots about a month ago. So if you're not familiar with bots, I, I actually can't talk to you much about bots. I don't know a ton of them. I just know that it's like the system and you set up constraints. I Someone had actually suggested it to me and I said no because I'm like that to me is not authentic and I want the brand to be authentic in that way. So we are not using bots, uh, but definitely more focused on Instagram and getting that marketing efforts out there. And then I also believe that women who have come on the show, they share their interviews. They, when the women who come on the show and they share their interviews with their network and their people, I definitely can see a positive increase with just engagement all around because that helps spread the words and get other, it helps get other people turned on to she did it her way. So, um, and that also helps people find us as well. And it's not, it's yes. I want them to share because there's, it drives numbers and all that jazz as well. But more importantly, if the women I bring on share their story with their network, I feel like I strongly believe like they're adding value to the world and to other people who need to hear their story, which is one of the whole reasons why I started the She Did It Her Way podcast. Okay. So that was listenership. The second goal that we made was the Her Way Challenge email. Um, I think this is because in... On the podcast, 
I specifically made, I believe, two to three call-outs on the podcast for you guys to sign up for it. And then that was a call to action. And so you guys did that and I got, there's more email signups, right? And I, if you don't ask people to do something, they're not going to do anything because they don't know what to do. Also, um, second to last week in January, I tested Facebook ads, which converted to email signups. And so my customer acquisition cost, or also known as CAC, in terms of email signup ranged from 40 cents to $1.25. So I went on Facebook ads. It was the first time I budgeted $35. I pushed it out. I tested it. And now I'm going to retest it in the month of February by changing what marketing collateral am I pushing out and what copyright am I using to see how that works. Also, I found this tool called Video Fruit plugin if you use Google. And so every time I open up a new tab, it tells me how many email signups I've had for the day. So it's always top of mind and I'm always aware of that number. It's actually kind of cool. All right, so that was the Her Way Challenge email. And then selected a few interns for onboarding. So if you guys um, did apply to the internship opportunity, thank you guys so much. There were so many applications. I really, really appreciate you guys taking the time. If in the future that we expand and we look for internships, I still have all your applications on file, so no need to resubmit again, but definitely thank you guys. So um, last time that I tried to find a social media intern, I was point point blank pretty pretty lazy. It, was, it wasn't the top of mind for me, and I kind of looked at it as like a side thing, so I didn't really put any effort into it. And this time when I said, when I decided, I was like, no, I really want to bring an intern on. I put, I posted on LinkedIn. I did direct outreach to schools in the Chicago area. And I actually just, I did more activity to actually produce a result that I wanted. So that was awesome. Okay. So overall, I'm pretty happy with the way January turned out. And honestly, I'm just re, I'm just really happy that I can reflect on goals that I had that I set in January, whether or not I made them, I was just happy that I could reflect on them. So goals that I didn't make and why I potentially didn't make them. The income goal I set, I did not make that. And I think it's because I projected the income amount based on how many ultimate leap suites I would sell. So this is the online course if you want to start your own business and move from corporate and then side hustle to full-time gig. Uh, I didn't sell as many of those and that's okay because I legitimately put it together and I only did, I sold a few of them, but looking back, it wasn't, the goal that I set for income wasn't realistic because I only allotted myself maybe two and a half, three weeks most to promote and show the value of the course, which for me, I was okay with. I had people tell me, oh my gosh, you shouldn't release a course, you didn't give enough time, like you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And quite frankly, I didn't care at the time because I wanted to go through an experience to have that experience of creating a course and pushing it out. Because one of the things that I talk about in the course is you can't, you cannot um, take something and make another version of it if you don't create it in the first place. And so again, for me, I wasn't necessarily concerned with the outcome of the product as I was about what I was learning along the journey and the process of creating it and pushing it out there and scheduling social media. And so for me, that was a win. So yes. Um, the second was the regular she did her, her way email list. 
Um, I'll say we didn't make, we didn't make the goals that I had set for that. And some of the reasons might be because if you visit the site, the email box isn't really the first thing that grabs your attention and you kind of have to look for it. So it's not on, like if you go to the she did her way podcast.com, it's, I believe what people say like below the fold kind of where you have to scroll down in order to see that. Um, and then not having a strong lead magnet or incentive for people to sign up. Because if you go to a lot of other sites, you they'll tell you that you can get access to this type of resource or this information. And all you have to do is enter in your email address. I don't do anything of that nature. And I hope to actually create something of value that you guys can sign up for and get that. Um, but then and the last thing is I just I don't think I asked you guys to sign up for it. So that's also why... I think that we maybe didn't make our numbers for the email list that I had set up. Okay. I'm really, I really hope this is helpful and it just isn't sounding like me blabbing on. So you guys have to give me feedback and tell me if these are helpful or if you want me to just continue doing more episodes of interviews and then get me off the mic. Okay. The last one was the Instagram. I set the goal of 4,500 and then on January 1st or January 31st, we ended um, around 39.15, and I, during the month of January and even um, December too, if going back there, I I always see the most increase when there's more engagement on on the platform. Talking about like the liking, the commenting, the following, and getting to know other people on there. In January, I was traveling the first week, and I was working 10 to 11 hour days, so it was really hard to spend time getting on the the platform and then I was sick the next two weeks and then traveled partially for the last week. So that I can definitely see a direct reflection to the increase into the numbers. So, and again, I'm just sharing this with you guys because I'm really hoping that it gives insight to maybe how you could structure the things and goals that you use for your business and think about really that experimental phase because that's what goals or marketing specifically in general is about experimenting. And then goals, it's great to even set goals in the beginning so that you can reflect on them and then reiterate as you move forward. That was the word that I was looking for. Reiterate, like go through multiple iterations of your product. So you can't go through multiple iterations of your product or your business or like anything that you create without creating it in the first place. So don't get stuck. Just make that first one, push it out, and then you can make other iterations of it and then make it better and better. Okay. Whew. I think I need a I need to take a drink of my green juice. One second. Okay. February's focus focuses. Um, three three main things: marketing audit, successfully onboarding interns, and then increase listenership by 50% instead of 20%. So the marketing audit for me is going to be looking at what they call, what is called a funnel. So someone comes onto the site, what's the call to action? Is there a lead gen magnet? Those types of things, figuring out templates for free resources for you guys to be able to download. And then again, testing more efforts on Facebook ads to see actually what will convert people um, to an email sign up and that sort of thing. The second thing is successfully onboard interns. Yes, that I will let you guys know how that goes. Uh, This is, it'll be, well, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Okay. And then the last is increased listenership by 50%. And some of the ways that I've brainstormed that might do this is one, going on more podcasts to create awareness and inform others if she did it her way. Because what I've learned is that once you start listening to podcasts and you start 
then it, then it's easier because you're already listening to podcasts where there are a lot of people who don't listen to podcasts. They're not really sure what they are or understand them. And so you have two different markets. And from my experience and the conversations I've had with people is that usually you find other podcasts by listening to podcasts and guests coming on the podcast. So I'll let you know, go, know how that goes. Um, also Facebook ads attributing to that marketing effort. And then uh, one of the other things is iTunes reviews, the way that the algorithm is set up with iTunes. The more reviews that you have, it's more likely that your um, your podcast actually will get pushed up in a search. So that's also getting, so again, getting more iTunes reviews because then what happens is when someone is just getting into podcasting or they're or just getting into listening to podcasts and they go to iTunes and they search for it, if um, the more iTunes reviews that you have, it gets bumped up. So it's more likely for people to find you. And again, it's it's more about having people find she did it her way, not because of me, not because of numbers necessarily, but also because mainly um, the women that we bring on and the value that they create and the value that they share and allowing other people to experience that information as well. Um, and then also her way challenge. So if you guys are signed up for the Her Way Challenge, I sent out an email yesterday to that list. If you're not already on there, just head on over to the um, Her Way Challenge Facebook group and you can see all the information that I sent out. I'm super excited about the month of February, but I'm also testing in February, moving more towards a the Instagram platform and using hashtag Her Way Challenge Feb to be able to create engagement and bring more awareness with... Um, just listeners that like you guys and then also allowing other people to find the podcast and find the content in value. So that's the third thing. Okay. Okay. So now talking about internal reflection, I, things have shifted a little bit. One thing for sure is that my morning routine, I used to be an avid I used to work out every morning in the morning at the crack of dawn, but for some reason lately, it's I've gotten out of bed a little bit later, but still early, and I spend time in the morning reading a few inserts excerpts from Tim Ferriss's book. I drink my green juice, I have my coffee, I drink my water, I take my vitamins, I journal, and I really get into what Tony Robbins says is you got to get into the right state that tells your story and then creating a strategy. So for me, doing that mini routine in the morning and, and priming and getting into the right state allows me to think more clearly about what it is that I want to accomplish. And then I'm way more focused throughout the day and I don't let as many distractions take over. So now instead of working out in the morning, I have pushed it to the lunch hour or at the end of the day, which is a really great separation from working all day and then breaking up that mindset and going and working out and then coming home, making dinner and reading or maybe watching a show. Yes, I think my one is Ladies of London, if anyone watches that. So I'll be happy when it's over and season's done with because then I'm not distracted by that. But um, yes, so that is the, the what state are you in? What's the story you're telling yourself? And then what's your strategy? So that's one of the internal reflection um, pieces. And then the second is that I've realized that when I look outward, 
and I look outside of she did her way, that's when I start questioning the progress of the brand and I start comparing because we are two years old and I know that when I look uh, outward again, you st I start getting these doubts of, oh man, how come I'm not as far along as blank? Or I start feeling as if I should be just as far along or are we not growing enough? Are we not growing fast enough? And then all these questions start to flood my mind, which is not, they're not important. They're not going to add value for me to get into that state. So I always have to bring myself back to that place of gratitude and staying focused on she did it her way again versus looking outward and comparing the brand to another brand person uh, like if you will also in the beginning again like I told you guys I was traveling so much that I didn't really put a whole lot of focus on the brand or the podcast and it wasn't until like middle of last year that I started it well, probably a little bit uh I would say maybe second quarter that I started to realize like, okay, this is a thing. It's not, it's not a hobby. I want to actually create something if even more value from it. What do I need to do? And so I know that wherever I put my energy into the, wherever I put my focus, the energy flows and the results will show. And so that again, just keep bringing the focus back to what it is you're doing. And then don't worry about everyone else is what I've learned. And then going back to getting in uh, more of alignment before feeling rushed or starting my day. So some of the things that you guys talk, I talked about Tim Ferriss's book. I also use the five minute journal. I made a homemade tracker in one of my notebooks with a ruler. And so it just has the things that, that give me energy. And I realize when life gets crazy, there are a few things that I absolutely need as my anchor. Like as an anchor, there's a couple of things. Um, and if I don't get them, then that's when I go zany brain. And so for me, it's getting like having a quiet morning, making sure I journal, making sure I get some sort of workout, and then also um, eating right. I struggle sometimes on vacations because if it's just constant, tons of carbs, tons of bread, tons of all that stuff that makes you just feel really full and bloated. I lose all joy that I can by day three and I'm like, oh, I do not feel good. So I know like that's what's on my tracker or things that give me energy. And so I just try to like cross it off every day. And then I really have put a focus on getting water immediately when I wake up and that's made a massive difference. And the last thing, like I said, I shifted my workout to over lunch or later in the day versus the early morning. Who knows? Maybe it's because I live in Chicago and it's really cold and I got flannel sheets for Christmas and they're really comfortable. So maybe that's why. Maybe it'll change when it when it's warmer weather, but I'm not. We'll see. And then the last thing is the tools for, for productivity. I've talked about the Facebook newsfeed eradicator that's on Google Chrome. So every time you go on Facebook, you don't see your newsfeed. You actually see a, um, a quote like an inspirational quote, which is really cool. I turn my phone onto airplane mode and only take it off at certain times. I started doing this probably a few months ago and it's made a massive impact and I don't get distracted by text messages. And just even knowing that my phone is on, is like on airplane mode is reassuring to me. And I just, it's like as if no communication came in. It's amazing. I'll listen to a song on repeat or no music at all. Some people can listen to music as they um, work and others, for me, it's not something that I can 
always do. I feel like it drains me. So if I do listen to music, it's usually a song on repeat. Otherwise, I don't at all. You can also get inbox pause for Gmail. And that's pretty awesome because if you're in your email and you don't want to keep receiving emails, you can actually put it on pause. So what happens to all the incoming emails is that they go to this other place in the interwebs and it's held there until you unpause your email inbox. And then actually scheduling out my days for time blocks. Uh, Jay Papison in One Thing talks about time blocking and I've done it in the past, but it hasn't really stuck as much as it has of as of late. And I think part of that is realizing that how valuable my time is to spend growing what I want to grow. And so then you get really particular and you get really um, like, oh, I don't even know the word you would say, but you just, you know why you were scheduling the time and you know why you want to get this done and why it's important. And yeah, you just have a stronger why. And the last thing is headspace for meditation. I have, I kind of go back and forth. I, about a year ago, I used meditation all the time. And at the end of last year, it was sparingly. And now I'm getting back on the meditation train because I do find that it actually helps out tremendously. And that's a great app. So again, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast as like, I know I say as always, but I truly, truly mean it. If there's anything that I can do to make it better or if you have feedback it doesn't have to be always like positive but it can be constructive feedback on ways that I can make it better definitely let me know and I just I look forward to this journey if you guys liked the fact that I did this scorecard or I don't know what you like goals goals check in if you liked it and you want me to keep doing it let me know just comment either on like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or send me a note. Again, it's Amanda at SheDidItHerWayPodcast.com and I'll keep doing them. If not, I'm happy to stop them. So I hope you guys have a lovely Thursday and an amazing first weekend of February and I will see you guys back on Monday. Thanks for tuning in to the She Did It Her Way podcast. Did you like this episode? Head on over to iTunes.com to leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out SheDidItHerWayPodcast.com where you can subscribe to our email list so you can receive the inside scoop on our latest episode released each Monday. Now, do us a favor and go make it a great week.